opposing the government and opposing the Conservatives. I'm afraid it's the hard left who want to tighten their control. They want to uh, sideline uh, moderate voices. I don't think anybody should be surprised about that is the nature of the hard left. And of course, we know that the hard left famously cannot tolerate any dissent whatsoever. We know that the hard left who associate with the hard left. You just said that we were right to right wing. Hard left agents, printing money, nationalisation without compensation. Hard left wing yeah, psychical bag struck. I was out puffing on Zooties in, in the woods, um, as usual, uh, doing my pre-show routine. <laughs> you know, everyone's got all the greats have their sort of backstage rituals. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like whether it's like slaughter uh, a thirteen-year-old boy or like eat some uh, particular type of peanuts. All of us great artists have our particular specifications to get in the zone for our high-level performance. In the scheme of things, yours is probably by far the most harmless of the popular ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did slaughter a goat, but not a young boy. That's fine then, yeah. That's, that, that's just like... This is what you do if you're middle class in England at some point in your life. You know? <laughs> yeah, I did it, and I did it, and then uh, I went. I but, threw but, it outside uh, Keir Starmer's childhood home, which is in my hometown. Lest anyone forget, <laughs> I've never been there though. I've never paid a pilgrimage. Who hasn't done the odd occasional pagan sacrifice? <laughs> yeah, Keir Starmer used to do them all the time in in his normal working class childhood. Yeah, llamas. There was that time when he like blew up his dad's dog or whatever. I forget yeah. the details yeah. of the case. Yeah, West, West Street is so working class that he burnt down a pet shop. You know? <laughs> did we? Did he? No, no, no. So, so, someone did one of those fake tweets that was it was like. Mocking up, you know, you know when we're straighting, deleted about a thousand of his tweets because they yeah. were finding all these mad ones from him where he was just tweeting like mm, uh, yummy McDonald's. Yeah, like like he was genuinely brain dead. But like this was like what <laughs> this was all like while he was the head of the NUS and already a career <laughs> politician. Like, but yeah, uh, some someone like mocked up a couple of those that were like claiming that he'd been strongly accused of burning down a local pet shop and the tweets were him <laughs> saying like none of these fuckers can prove anything <laughs> I, I could see that. him uh, but like this being Twitter people believed it so like yeah. months later it's very believable months later like, you'd see people like sharing the screenshot at him like this you <laughs> I, I could see him uh, having an entire shop's worth of animals mm. blood on his hands I, mm. I could see him Going through the shop and just sadistically murdering each animal in there and then burning down the pet shop as an excuse for how they died yeah. to cover it up. His, his alibi was he'd walk to Croydon and kill the cats. Because yeah. if he did, if it was in Ilford, then one, he'd be more of an obvious suspect. And two, someone's already, you know, there's a mysterious sort of instinct where the cats there don't wander around Ilford at night. <laughs> yeah. uh, particularly, you know, in about a mile radius around a certain mansion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they don't want to go in the stew. <laughs> but, but, uh, cats don't have the longest life, but they can still be added to someone else's life if you kill them in the right way. 
<laughs> yeah, they they may have nine lives, but if yeah. Gapes is around, he'll, he'll try and bargain yeah. it down to at least eight. Fucking... Gapes has collected thousands of lives, but he always leaves the cats with one because he's nice, he's not cruel. <laughs> I, I I could definitely see yeah Wes doing a kind of like uh, when Tony Soprano burns down Artie Bucco's restaurant because like <laughs> he's been doing his criminal shit there and it's bait it's bait for him so he needs to burn it down or whatever. Yeah. I forget the exact details but uh, <laughs> yeah I could see Wes doing that but after having like gone through and like wrung the neck of every yeah. little puppy kitten and fucking parakeet in that whole shop. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think of like who would be the artist buco in this analogy but it's almost everyone in labor politics like every clp has about 20 arty bucos um yeah so i've just been getting him his own returning to what i was saying about like um six to seven minutes ago yeah i was listening to my turn up music bit of future i serve the bass i serve the bass i serve the bass i serve the bass bit of bruce springsteen Other turn-up music in my arsenal includes Oasis. Neil Young, Crazy Horse. Kanye West. The media crucify me like they did Christ. They wanna find me that breathing like they found Mike. It's just everyone you listen to all the time anyway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. These are just like the people who I look <laughs> up to. <laughs> no, but I mean like, you know, I've been listening to a lot of Leonard Cohen recently mm. and he's not a uh, turn up music. <laughs> he's like uh, you know, very famous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean it would explain a lot if that's what you were trying to use it for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. <laughs> oh, right. That's why. That's why the energy's so. Well, I'm depressed all the time. Why? Oh yeah. Right. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. No, I did listen to his album. You want it darker? The album that he released like three days before he died uh, in 2016. Like, I listened to that like when I was really depressed a few weeks ago, and there's just something about how he was just accepting death with open arms that I was like. Fuck, man, I shouldn't be listening to this right now. <laughs> <laughs> but good music, not not turn-up music. Um, and then I got into a conversation with my mum about uh, about bees. What what was the what was the conclusion on bees? Well, it's a perilous life, isn't it? Yeah, there's there's all kinds of pitfalls to the life of a. A common bee there's um if you sting someone then you die you can eat too much honey or, or nectar or whatever the fuck and you you like overdose and you die uh, of a queen bee sometimes eats you when she gets hungry and then um and then i, I mean do you agree 
<laughs> no, I, I'm, a, I'm a bee denialist. I think they live for ages when they sting someone and they're just trying it on. <laughs> Have you considered these, these points about be kind? Uh, and then, then we. <laughs> Fraud. We got talking a little bit and about trot, the queen Furthermore, they're trots as well. The trots and swindlers and thieves uh, and Stalinist trots. <laughs> but I mean, how big is a queen bee? I mean, it's like you—it's not like you can like signal with your hands or just talking over an audio call. But you know, like—is it not—is it not just like it looks wise, just quite a big bee? Like you know, like maybe one and a half times as big as a normal bee that you'd see all the time. Like, yeah, I mean, I not... don't know. I... I don't want to look it up. There's also like ca- millions of species of bees, so some of them will you won't yeah. even be able to tell which one's a queen. <laughs> That's been real politic anthropology out. Not anthropology. Uh, what's it? What's the study? That's people, isn't it? Phrenology. Stu- Phrenology is the one. You Phrenology. Want That's been real politic eugenics. That's what out. people tune into us for, anyway. Certain bees have a, a, a skull shape that, that makes yeah. them. Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> makes from less of an industrious bee in the hive. Yes. Um, we've sort of got a hive mind thing going with our sort of organisation. We've got like, um, we've got like us, we got we got you and FFF doing the stream, mm-hmm. we got gape cast um you know in high on hiatus but you know always a possibility yeah uh, yeah um i think we may do the next series of monty python's flying circus we'll probably get back to it with the original six members uh, <laughs> 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 yeah guy yeah, is just having some login issues it's the long and short of it right cool well, not, that's great he's got login issues right in there that's bad yeah fantastic yeah what what could we talk about while we wait for him that won't that won't take up much time or you know isn't important? Good question because like, everything that's consuming us at the moment is generally stuff we like rant about for twenty minutes as soon as we start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I I mean I want to go in on Starmer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean that's a, what's fucking news there, but like well, nonetheless, a, 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 a really brief do. diversion, like tangentially related to that, that won't take long in terms of time and material. We should yeah. point, point our listeners if they haven't seen it to Women for Wes's magnum opus. The, <laughs> yeah, uh, the video like Keir Starmer hears the music that he did. Yeah, um, it's the best film I've seen since uh, the Women for Wes video uh, with Eddie Marson in, based uh, on a clip I posted. I think this is the most effort anyone's ever put into like a two-minute-long video. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's incredible I, the yeah. dazzling array of images in it. Uh, so many of them related to paedophilia. When you, when, <laughs> Don't worry, it's not a child porn. It's not. It's not a child porn video. It's that's why you're not taking it down. Of paedophilia. <laughs> Like when he when he did the tweet that was like his text file of like potential images to use, and he didn't just have like Mike Gapes in it. He specifically had it written as Mike Gapes swindlers. Yeah, what about the feeds? He wanted to take it from. What about the fucking feeds? Yeah, I love that picture of the particularly sickly looking Gapes. (laughs) (laughs) I remember it's one uh, one where that was the original. That wasn't just us making him look like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, he he wasn't purple in that. 
He was deathly fucking pale in that picture. Um, but hmm. I remember, uh, yeah, we'd, like... We'd have gone I, the opposite I, end. We'd have made him just obscenely raised, like Alan Brazil, about to burst <laughs> yeah. sort of level. Someone posted that a while ago, I think, like, look how they massacred my boy. <laughs> <laughs> that was from the Crick video, wasn't it? Was that from uh, him talking about Richard Miller pretending to I think work it, for his campaign? I think it was, yeah, yeah. I think... I don't yeah. know. I, I was feeling like the, the swindlers and thieves might have come from somewhere else. It was great, well, great phrase anyway. Great it phrase. was great. Yeah, I love that. Shout out to Women for Wes, one of the best uh, satirical accounts on on Twitter, I believe. They, they might say this isn't satire. It's I, this. I, this is one hundred percent sincere. I'm doing this with a burning moral mentally, conscience. Mentally ill person just like <laughs> making threats against politicians he doesn't like. But you're already <laughs> to which I to also podcast, say good on. So you know yeah. you can't turn around and say that stuff's bad now, can you? After all these <laughs> yeah. years. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, like, look, every shit poster like looks down on the rest of the shit posting universe and thinks that they're the one person doing it right. But yeah. women for wears, I look at that and I'm just like, this is somebody who is, uh, you know, really carrying forward the the sort of art form that I created personally. <laughs> Someone who who is doing something in the spirit of of my work my genius that's what i think although it's i just i'm not trying to imply that it's me i'm just trying to take credit for like the entirety of organic online left-wing humor over the past 10 years you you, um, you invented hating starmer everyone loved him until you yeah the the, the really good women for wears tweets are the ones that start with you wake but you weren't sleeping and then get deleted <laughs> after like two minutes <laughs> The absolute best ones. You see one of them on the timeline, get it screenshotted just so you can personally laugh at it again later. <laughs> the, cu- the current format from Women for Wears is just fucking like, uh, <laughs> following the Lawrence Fox verdict today, uh, which I also kind of wanted to mention in passing, yeah, oh, yeah, Keir yeah, yeah. Starmer has been shot dead. <laughs> just, that's it, just like following the ICJ ruling, <laughs> Keir Starmer has been shot dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh god if prevent start caring about white people he's in trouble <laughs> like, there's no I, other way to say I, it I, we don't, hey we don't know anything about women for wears it may, may be POC uh, <laughs> 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 I think I just called called them it there by accident it, this beast this monster from <laughs> rising from the, the, the hell of online no I love that fucking video that women for wears posted like all the shit from like the Zapruder film you can literally <laughs> like, just like you should watch it once like as presented but then just start clicking around within the video yeah. on twitter to random frames and most of them you will not have spotted during it and there's some deep cuts in there <laughs> yeah it's fucking genius the, man he's, he's, he's somehow got access to the bbc archive <laughs> I, 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 I was i was like yeah it's it, it's fucking like I, laura I, k has gone rogue yeah i, I, <laughs> it I, I says was women in the name like, i was suggesting particular stuff for him to look up did you know that like all of Newsnight for two thousand and six is not available on the archive search? Why it was like Savile guest host or something? Well, I was trying to get him to find a clip where they had Paul Staines on there anonymously, and the other guest, who was friend of the show Michael White, was just like, "You're Paul Staines, you tosser." I assumed that you were doing more Mason searching. No, no, that that was the first one I suggested, and the specific clip wasn't on there, but there was loads of actual Mason stuff. 
Speaking of alleged journalists called Paul who have tried unsuccessfully to get selected as Labour candidates, let's get a little Please mention... Please narrow it down Paul, more. Let's get a, a, a little mention of Paul Warby. Oh, Uh, Paul Woff before um, Yair gets here because he doesn't know who the fuck this cunt is. Where's he a journalist for? He's kind of jumped around like they all do in the fucking trough. <laughs> Nowhere anytime he? soon, I think. He, fucking is, swamp. Is, is, he at, is he at the eye now or somewhere? Because the eye yes, editor yeah. was sort of, what the fuck's this guy doing that I employ? Yeah, no, he is because I fucking tried to read his article earlier and could only read about half of it on their fucking impossible website. So he tried to get selected as a Labour candidate. And I got to say, like, I've been critical of John McDonald's strategy strategy of conciliation with the Labour right in the last few years so when I saw him endorsing a journalist who had done everything to help the Blairite wing of the party in the Corbyn years like Paul War calling him a great socialist and that I was a little taken aback shall I say however got a hand it to McDonnell kiss of fucking death like you have to remember, McDonald has not fucking won anything in the last, uh, the, 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 in recent in memory. A long time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he yeah. he brilliantly like gave this. Sorry to be a bit centrist, Adam. Quote the thick of it. He passed this anti Midas touch onto uh, fucking Paul War, which was a stroke of strategic genius. We're back. Mason will put himself forward again at some point. We need him to immediately be like. Paul Mason legend. He's probably got a photo of himself with Paul Mason at an event when Mason was broadly left. Like, yeah. Yeah, love Mason. Great. The public endorsement on the timeline. Send out an email to all the members. Brilliant. That's the end of him then. It does show, you know, the left are doing so badly in Labour candidate selections. We couldn't even get Paul War, the great socialist, selected. That was probably <laughs> what did it did for him. Or he did. Didn't he call for an immediate ceasefire as well? Like, did he, like, uh, delude himself into thinking for some minute, like, uh, oh, Labour's a democracy, so uh, yeah. Labour members want a ceasefire, so I'll say I want a ceasefire. Yeah. But, like, Starmer's lot uh, saw that was, and were like, was, fucking anti-Semite, yeah. next! It, it was likely a very cynical <laughs> attempt to try and curry favour with the local Muslim community, but you're not selected mm. yet, and all of your articles and tweets are public. And then he didn't mention ceasefire thing at all in his post-mortem article on his parliamentary run Mm -hmm. for the eye, because he just slid back into his fucking job, obviously. Like two days ago, like some other guy from the eye was like, uh, our great friend Paul War will be taking a leave of absence to run for parliament. We wish him the best. And then like two days later, it was like, he's just got his new article out in there because he's fucked it up. Maybe he'll, maybe he'll do a Mason and just try every constituency going. Um, I have arrived, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, hello. Hey. We were just like going to talk about a couple of British cunts you'd never heard of until you get here. <laughs> yeah. We were trying to nice. prioritise, yeah. like, what do we want to moan about? you won't know about and then save the good stuff that you will know about yeah well just one more (laughs) just one more now we got Yaya here Uh, Lawrence Fox like apparently it's like legally cool to call just like it's legally totally cool to call Lee Hacker Lee Hacker Lee Lee Hacken Mr. Hacken Lee Harpin a phone hacker the the, the Dauphin of phone hacking was that the the quote yeah that was the specific (laughs) phrase that they It's all like all the evidence implicated him specifically as either the phone hacker or, yeah, or the guy who was teaching everyone else how to do it. 
According to a British judge, it has been ruled that in this particular case, at least, it is not defamatory mm-hmm. to call the former actor turned yeah. um, just general cunt, Lauren Fo- Lawrence Fox, who wouldn't want him to think I suggested he transitioned, would you? It doesn't like that at all. Lawrence Fox fucking fail son of james fox out of performance just general bigoted fucking tedious boring sad divorced asshole very uh, bad musician as well don't forget that <laughs> oh very, yeah, yeah very yeah. bad a musician. great songwriter a fucking <laughs> what's the name of that guy we talked about on the show the fucking uh israel uh support uh, musician <laughs> bob dylan you know that, it's that like covers about hundreds of people jonathan bergdahl Jonathan, he's a Jonathan Bergdahl-style singer-songwriter. That's for the heads. Under cross-examination, uh, this is courtesy of Mr. Considerate, Elvis Benwell on Twitter, Fox suggested that there were contexts in which the phrase, I hate black people, was not racist. He said, If a man is just released from a Ugandan jail where he's been gang-raped by several men and he walks out and he goes, I hate black people, it's a sort of understandable response. Um, it'd be very stupid though isn't it if you're in Uganda you just walk out of the jail you know Uganda majority black country walk out onto the street out of the Ugandan prison where you've apparently just been brutalized and living in terrible fear all these years and say I hate black people it seems it seems un- unwise <laughs> this is level of poor decision making that would probably have got you into that prison in the first place that famous old tweet or post or whatever it was it's like what if a white child with cancer only had three weeks left to live and their last wish to the make a wish foundation was to be able to say the n-word just once like, <laughs> like just say it you're gonna die no one could like, do anything to yeah, you like, yeah. <laughs> that's like, what i'd say to that kid please, please, um, you, please your honor what if you're just wrapping along with tupac in the shower <laughs> sir this is jack doing a post-production interjection so after the recording of this episode, Geraint sent me a tweet from the legal news website Law360, which read as follows. Actor and political activist Lawrence Fox denied in court Tuesday that he was racist, testifying that tweets in which he used the N-word were lyrics of songs by late rapper Tupac Shakur and were not evidence of racism. You know. Just imagining like Michael Rappaport. Can't believe death. that didn't play in court. Michael Rappaport lying on his deathbed and like the Make-A-Wish Foundation come in and we're like, it was, uh, we've decided, Michael, that you have such a low mental uh, <laughs> um, age that even though you're not a child, we're going to grant you a wish and he's just like on his deathbed like, I'm white and I say yeah. the N-word. I've, I've got a, a message in my defence from one of my American acting colleagues, Mr. Michael Rappaport. Take that fucking clip on it. Like for even longer than we do. It what, I say the N-word. I'm white and I say the N-word and I only say it because I love the N-word. So, me as a white person, I'm saying the N-word. I say N-word this, N-word that. Yeah, like as Elvis Benuelo said, I bet Lawrence Fox's legal team just loved this part of his testimony. Thumbs um. up to the witness box. More of that kind of thing, Loza. Asked whether it was racist to say black people in the UK should go home. Fox said, depends on what context. 
What would be the context? Like, all black people in the UK happen to be out socialising and doing what and working at the same time, and they all need to go home and get some sleep. Yeah, that's their actual home down the road. <laughs> you know? Yeah, if yeah, yeah. yeah. Shelter. Are, are, you, are you disagreeing with that? You're the real racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so many contexts where um, Mark does red... Your your friend, our friend, our friend, of course, yeah, your friend, but who I hate. <laughs> no, I'm just just messing. Jack, um, Jack, you are allowed on the wrestling streams anytime you want. We just kind of assume you can't be asked. Yeah, no, no, I'll have, I'll be We're happy to come you to on. Do that once. Like. I'll I'll do. Just tell me what to watch, and I'll I'll watch it. Well, uh, we we watch them on stream together. Oh, you watch them on stream. Yeah. Oh, okay, usually, that's a piece usually, of piss, yeah, then. Yeah. yeah, no problem. Yeah, fucking easy as fuck. Um, and. Mm. Anyway, now we've sorted that out, we've deaded that beef. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) To quote Louis Theroux, Mark Desred said that this was John McCain's excuse for using racial slurs about, uh, was it Korea where he he was in the prisoner of war camp? About Vietnam. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sorry, he's just always such, you know, an old, decrepit, ancient country. Yeah. I just assumed it was the war before that one. Yeah, yeah, but his excuse was like, oh, yeah, I may have used those words, but what would you do after being, like, tortured in a POW camp? But it's like, I guess the difference was that McCain didn't, like, walk out of the camp and use the to say, turn around and say, hey, listen. Get off my lawn. Listen, old man, you don't want to fuck with me. Did you hear me? I said get off my lawn now. That's the Lawrence Fox section anyway. I just wanted to get that in. We've got plenty of material there, but I'll just properly introduce the show now. Hello, this is Real Politic, the uh, spin-off of the popular wrestling stream, uh, <laughs> Top Rope Deep Dive, uh, which we're trying a new thing. It's a kind of uh, after hours sort of, it's like, you know, those shows like Talking Bad and that kind of thing. We just we, we just kind of sit back and unpick all the, the best jokes for hottest wrestling commentary from the the, stri- the previous stream that Garite and the boys have done. Yes, yeah. So, uh, uh, Lucia Underground, guys, what did you think? <laughs> Is that a revolutionary movement? Uh, in, in, in a sense, yeah. yeah. <laughs> revolutionary in the way. Yeah, sorry. We haven't recorded much this month. I've been working on my new album. As you know, just like when I started a podcast, I go all in when I started. So when I started a podcast, it was obviously it became the greatest podcast of all time. I think it's fair to say that these new songs that I've got for this album are like some of the most classic rock songs ever written. Um, and and I, I think it's also fair to say that rock and roll is back. Um... And guitar Thanks music, will, guitar music will be uh, once again dominant. All that that fake music uh, with people talking over drum beats, with made up electronic, making music on their iPhones and stuff. That's all ending. Although I do make music on a laptop and it includes extensive drum programming and other modern day accoutrements. But just forget that. This is real stuff. This is real music. Um, from straight from the source. This is like the Delta Blues. Okay. Straight from the horse. Straight from the horse. <laughs> that is indeed my primary influence. Uh, the horse. To the layman, Neil Young and crazy horse. 
horse, comma, Neil Young and crazy. <laughs> okay, well, I just need Nia to plug the new record. Like I say, gonna be some hot shit. But yeah, back on the podcasting hype, joined by... I'm, I don't think I introduced myself. I'm Jack, I'm joined by Yair, joined by Geraint. I did kind of introduce Geraint talking about the wrestling stream. Sup, fellas. Oh, well, don't drop too many fucking killer one-liners or whatever. Fucking... You need some good dead air, you know, we, so we can uh, get the noise reduction profile all right. You yeah, know? You, you this is the... slow and, 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 and build up to a big finish, like in any great wrestling match. We call this part of the show the dead zone, or that might be the next bit where I fucking predict the forthcoming apocalypse as the result of the ascent of a fascist leader to power. <sighs> <laughs> if you call for his death, that would still be suitable to call it the dead zone. <laughs> and we're going to at some point this episode. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, we always well, do. Uh, yeah, I think you may you may be in luck. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so there's been a couple of, I guess, the latest examples of the Labour Party under Sir Keir Starmer diving headfirst into fucking genocide this week have been uh, it was an announced this week that British and American governments are pulling funding from the UNWRA have I got those letters the right way around? Yeah, UNRWA okay, and what does that stand for Yair, since you know so fucking United much about it Nations <laughs> Relief Works Agency there you go, which is the primary provider of aid to people in Gaza at the moment, and it employs something like... 30,000? 30,000 employees. Pause while I fucking get these numbers up, because I I did actually see all this listed somewhere. (laughs) Um, Thank God for editing. Sorry, I've tweeted a lot the last few days. I'm having to go pretty fucking far There's a lot going on in the world, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Lots of uh, Bruce Springsteen songs to post. (laughs) <laughs> the most pressing issue of our day yeah no no most of it is about palestine to be fair yeah it's <laughs> a picture of mike gabes okay here we go unra has thirty thousand employees thirteen thousand of which are in gaza most of them are palestinian right. refugees and a small number are international staff in gaza it runs 183 schools 22 health facilities and seven women's centres, among several other facilities. And its schools are attended by, I found this figure pretty staggering, 286,645 students in Gaza, while its medical facilities have 3.4 million average visits per year, according to the UN. And now this organisation wasn't the initial allegation, like, for 12... 12. 12 of the yeah. eight of the agency's employees took part in Hamas's attacks. Now, I've seen today amongst Israel supporters, specifically some fucking idiot called Heidi Bakram, who I get whose tweets I get on my timeline oh, because geez. I hate her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this, um, oh, God. Basically, um, this went from earlier today. She tweeted that ten percent of UNRWA's employees were linked to terrorist organizations. Then. I think this may just be the way Twitter is showing it, but I like to believe three minutes later, she then updated this to say that actually 
23% of UNRWA's male employees in Gaza are Hamas members. <laughs> 23% of literally Hamas. So earlier it was like they're, someone said they're Hamas operatives. Yeah, this is it. This guy, Hillel Nuer, says that 1,200 of their employees, according to the fucking Wall Street Journal, Wall Street, the famous Gazan uh, <laughs> economic hub, they're apparently reporting that 1,200 of them in Gaza, of their employees, are actual operatives of Hamas or Palestinian <laughs> Islamic Jihad. Now, that sounds like fucking horseshit, doesn't it? Especially the, bit, yeah. the fact that this came out immediately after the ICJ ruled that Israel have a plausible mm-hmm. case to, uh, to answer regarding genocide. Really, really convenient, and Israel has been waging this war against UNRWA for years. You know, mm-hmm. they've they've hated that agency because, of course, they keep the Palestinian refugee question open. It's it can't be a coincidence. Within twenty four hours of that ICJ ruling, U.S., U.K., what else was it? I think Canada, France, uh, Netherlands, Canada. Yeah, yeah, I Netherlands. Think Germany that, has just ne- joined today. You know, you know that the Netherlands, obviously, their government, like Geet, Geet Wilders, is acting from a place of you know anti-racism. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> biggest friend of the jews you know the thing is like even if we assume that the original claim is exactly as presented and there's like 12 or 13 uh, yeah. terrorist affiliated people also involved with this large organization and the whole thing should be defunded because of that i mean you could say the same about so many organizations that they've Presumably good, like the the IDF, for example. How long would it take me to find twelve or thirteen war crimes on TikTok posted openly by the people doing it? I yeah, think I could yeah. do it in an hour, and I don't even really know how TikTok works. Yeah, yeah. A, a dozen members of the Israeli Knesset at the meeting yesterday to talk about resettling Gaza. Well, there, yeah, no, yeah. Were, crime. There, were, there were roughly a dozen of them literally dancing. So government ministers celebrating. Yeah, so there we go. In one single meetup. Yeah, it's fucking. Exactly. hilarious when people people talk about like israel is held to a different standard to other countries and it's like yeah well, they are held to yeah, st- yeah. a much more fucking <laughs> lax standard <laughs> yeah and honestly i mean any organization that's going to be employing tens of thousands of people in the gaza strip i feel like it's pretty good that they only had a dozen people who were affiliated in any way allegedly with yeah. a militant resistance like Come on. <laughs> this is quite, uh, yeah, it's quite impressive. But I mean this is horseshit and, and and a lot of his stuff seems to have been obtained via well this is what this <clears throat> Hillel Nuer guy says. The information in the Israeli intelligence reports is based on sensitive signals intelligence as well as cell phone tracking data, interrogations of captured Hamas gunmen and documents recovered from dead terrorists. Well, documents recovered from dead terrorists sounds highly suspect because Israel always just go in and like plan <laughs> mine camp in a child's bedroom and then wave it around on camera do that kind of shit yeah. um, but also They're always in- torturing people yeah interrogations of captured Hamas gunmen basically guys who they took in and tortured after October the 7th yeah they get these people anything. to say like yes Hamas is ISIS I agree <laughs> please release me there are documented cases recent cases of people being tortured so badly by Israel that when they're eventually released they resist release because they think it's another Israeli trick mm. 
Yeah. <laughs> Israeli, Israeli <laughs> trick. Whatever. So, obviously, UK government went along with this. We don't need to ask what the centre-left, if you want to call it that, in America did, because they're the ones powering this genocide. Pathetic, yeah. However, then the Labour Party came out, and mm. they basically said, yep, this is all good. We support this. They sent Lisa Nandy, the Shadow Secretary of State for International Development, which, as you recall, is a demotion from whatever the fuck she was before. Um, clearly, I don't recall. But she said some shit, didn't she? Like what, she, what... she tweeted a revised one, didn't she? Which was yeah. technically still saying the same, but was weighted a bit differently to look okay, a bit yeah, this is. This is standard issue. David Lammy fucking did it as well. (coughs) Labour send out their shadow ministers and then they fully agree with whatever Israel are doing and whatever the UK Mm. and US governments are doing to support it. Then they go away and there's a bit of backlash. And so they come out again and they say, we have these concerns, uh, some concerns. (laughs) And Israel then, needs to behave humanitarian, in a humanitarian way. Exactly, you know? but then they add at the end, and we of course support Israel against Hamas terrorism. Yeah. So they come, <laughs> so they bookend the, the, the concession <laughs> they've made to humanitarian demands with reassurances to the people who matter that they're still on side. That's the approach that the Labour Party have taken to everything in this conflict. The good old shit sandwich. Uh, yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. It's like, well, yeah. From our perspective, a reverse shit sandwich. Yeah, we'll say fucking children shouldn't starve to death, but we will, uh, you know, we do think they should be fed shit. Uh, or rather, yeah, yeah we, we, will, we will cloak that concession in shit. Let's stop talking about shit. So, <laughs> so yeah, but this shit was like fucking... <laughs> fucking disgraceful and then when nandy was out doing this shit lloyd russell moyle fucking retweeted her tweet this so-called socialist campaign group member who then tried to triangulate the issue saying oh Mm. i do think that aid should still go to gaza it's very concerning that funding has been entirely suspended but of course we should investigate these very serious accusations and it's just like I'm not doing the mode of politics where you have to mm. fucking pretend to believe idiotic shit anymore. You don't that... gain anything from it. The right <laughs> yeah. still hate you. Like, they they still off. are looking for reasons to get rid of Lloyd Russell Moyle. Yeah, it's like, oh, this might, it. this might be true. This might be... No, it's not. And even if it fucking was true, as you guys have said, what, 12 people in a whole fucking organisation? What is it now? Like, how many have they revised it to? Because 12, I don't know, maybe a couple of the people out of the 12, there was something going on. But out of, uh, what was it, 23% of a whole organisation? Nah, that's fucking horseshit. I'm not even going to pretend to give that any credence. I don't know what you have to gain for it. And it's just like... Shame on you, Lloyd Russell Moyle, for letting fucking Keir Starmer dictate to you the terms of debate on this genocide that he's supporting. What is his fucking moral high ground? Like, what fucking right has he got to tell people what they should be doing on this? So the un the unwara thing, the un unwa that was the. This is going to be like when I tried to say Chabad in about fifteen different ways in the last episode. <laughs> that was the first Labour thing I wanted to talk about. The second thing was the suspension of Kate Osamore from the party. Now, oh. what a fucking travesty. <laughs> I'm giving the game away. <laughs> it's so obviously ridiculous, but at the same time, it's a perfect example of what we've just been talking about, isn't it? 
yeah. posted an innocuous tweet. Very Some innocuous. Incredibly disingenuous people have made outrageous claims that it's like Holocaust denial or revisionism or something, which it plainly isn't. No. Uh, uh, what was it? Even a tweet, by the way, or was it an email to her constituents? Possibly. Um, because it's not like you can delete she, she, an email she, she, to your constituents yeah. afterwards, is it? She then did a get a, Lee Harbin to hack their emails for you. A follow-up tweet that hiring walk, for crisis walked, management walked Sorry. It back almost the entire way. <laughs> yeah, which was shit, and which did nothing because they fucking sacked her anyway. It's so. What was the point of that apology? I guess that's the thing. Like I was saying to you earlier, right? Like I'm not scared of these people really because, like, I can't think like how my life would improve if Zionists liked me. I'm just like I, I, I clearly people who have a professional interest but, in politics have thought about that mm. and have thought, oh, my life would be a lot better if Zionists like me. Yeah. But it has just never occurred to me because it's I a less, it's a less hassle thing, isn't it? I, I don't need to get ahead in any kind of business yeah. where a key qualification is that you support or at least are tacitly OK with genocide. So Kate Osmore apologised. Yeah. Well, it was a classic coordinated hit by the fucking mafia. You know what I mean? So firstly, it was like the usual people like the BOD and JLM. They all put out their usual coordinated statements. Got Lee Harpin stirring the shit about her initial statement. And this was insensitive, blah, blah, blah. And then... Jonathan Reynolds, another Labour MP, literally grasped her up to the Labour whips. He went himself and had a conversation with the Labour whips uh, about chaos. What a cunt. So, step one, accomplished. She was forced by the whips to put out an apology, retracting her statement. Then, step two, all the people put out coordinated statements again. JLM and the fellas saying her apology rings hollow these are empty words and we are asking for her suspension from parliamentary Labour Party pending investigation like it's one of these things it's like what is there to investigate like she said a thing and I'm sure that's what Lawrence Fox said when they pulled him in as well oh, what's there to investigate I said a thing but in this case I'm right and, it, and so sure enough within a little while in fact, if you uh, follow Mr. Lee Harpin, you would have actually got an advance tease of this announcement because he said hearing rumblings from senior Labour sources regarding Kate Osmore or some shit. Don't know whose phone he'd been listening to, but apparently the conversation he's intercepted, they were... No, I literally think these the sick fucks briefed Harpin. They knew he's like the yeah. most oh, yeah. anti-left fucking journalist. Let's uh, stick the He boot also in. will never push back against anything anyone yeah. tells him to report because he is disgraced. He is as disgraced yeah. as a person can be without yeah. committing sex crimes or murders. Like, <laughs> he is literally, as a matter of a court record, the dauphin of phone hacking. He <laughs> ruined people's lives as a profession and yeah. trained countless other people to do it. <laughs> yeah. But this is the kind of sick fucking party that Labour is, that they briefed him that they were going to suspend Kate Osmore before they actually did it and announced it. He probably knew before she did. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, step two accomplished. JLM and BOD and all that put out their statements and they said, we want her suspended. Shortly thereafter, she was suspended. Now, 
Step three may not even need to happen. Step three is what happened with Corbin, which is when eventually they did the investigation and he was found to have not done anything wrong and they let him back in. Step three is then when, like, you know, Margaret Hodge, they bring out the big guns, Hodge puts out a statement and she says, this is unacceptable. This shows that we still have a problem in the Labour Party regarding anti-Semitism and then Starmer suspends her again. <laughs> but step three probably won't need to happen because they're not, gonna let her back in They'll because they sit on it indefinitely like yeah they did that with Jer- so they did that with jeremy corbyn and it really fucked them up that mm. he was found to have done nothing wrong so then when it happened with diane abbott and now andy mcdonald as well it's just like no that's forever <laughs> this investigation lee harpin is gonna uh, sorry not lee harpin same shit luke akehurst is gonna have to spend a lot of time trawling through your past 15 years of social media history uh, it's gonna take uh, several years if if starmer gets elected at the next election uh, he will be out of government by the time your fucking investigation is concluded so it's probably a pretty successful two-step maneuver i think from uh, the mafia if any of our listeners have political ambitions of any sort remember that Luke support Aikens israel is... remember you need to support <laughs> israel not, really not strongly quite where i was going but uh, <laughs> um no luke akerst is a very thin-skinned person and you should and, re- and actively... really fucked up skin really strangely colored skinned person <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know. That's, that's gonna get clipped now as like real politics host judges. <laughs> no one's on gonna fucking listen. No one gives a character. Fuck. No one has ever listened <laughs> yeah, to this. The, the point is, get yourself blocked by Luke Akehurst now. It's really easy. It's quite fun. You can think what to tweet at him to make it count. And you know, <laughs> Russia. You, you, you're slightly <laughs> reducing the chance of you ever being involved in a scandal in future. Yeah. Or at the very least, making him waste a lot of man hours to get the evidence. <laughs> I just wanted to take a minute out to say, um, wait for it. I hate Iceland! You only found out when you got to the yeah. airport. Yeah. You didn't know in your hotel. Or... No, I hate I, Iceland! Yeah. So I hate go. Iceland! Of course, uh, the the uh, because they're backing out of the Eurovision. No, not the con- not the country Iceland. The uh, food consortium, uh, oh. whatever they're called, co- not consortium. Uh, the uh, supermarket, <laughs> Iceland. The super the fucking. I could have mm. just said supermarket. The supermarket Iceland have crossed yeah. a crossed a line. There's that. There's no going back from something unacceptable. They've opened their headquarters in Jerusalem. No, no, far worse than that. Of course, I, <laughs> I, I never concerned myself with who is the CEO of Iceland, so I never knew about the guy's long-term support for the Conservative Party. But as far as I see it, he has made it my business to uh, boycott his evil company through his uh, support for Sir Keir Starmer. The story behind this is really funny because he had a Seb Payne-style streak of trying to get selected as a Tory candidate in loads of different constituencies. Got like a year back... ago, wasn't it? Yeah, got knocked back <laughs> in all of them. I would speculate that the reason he got knocked back in all of them was because he was doing stuff like grumbling about shoplifting by saying that three separate staff members in his company had been stabbed with needles and had hiv now and that turned out to be a complete lie (laughs) it was comprehensively debunked 
But yeah. anyway, he was trying to get selected. He wasn't getting selected. So his dad, who like founded Iceland and gave his son the company, <laughs> basically, his dad like wrote to Rishi Sunak and was like, please make my son an MP. He really wants to be an MP. And yeah. if you don't, Keir Starmer's going to make him an MP. <laughs> Which so his dad he just pre- knew. He knew that. preemptively giving the game away. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, Labour are making offers under Starmer to him. Um, That's fucking amazing. Look at this guy. Look at this fucking guy. So he's he's a we, lot we, younger we, than I expected. We, he's a proper, like, uh, who does he remind me of? Some... I don't know some cunt I fucking hate. <laughs> that's that's what Adolf I got. Hitler. Adolf Hitler. Yes. Hey, careful with the Nazi comp. You are suspended from the Labour Party forthwith. Oh wait. For criticizing <laughs> Hitler. Yeah, you're suspended from the Labour Party for criticizing Hitler. Do you know why? National why? socialists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> these trots in our party, thanks. Uh, it's a prescribed organisation, just because it has socialist in the name. But <laughs> Speaking of getting paid a lot of money to have shit politics, there is an opportunity for us all uh, <laughs> at the moment. Um, yes. The Labour Party has followed the US White House in recruiting a new senior digital role which will build relationships with famous content creators on TikTok, X and Instagram. Yeah, get Labour a presence on OnlyFans. I presume they left SoundCloud out for for space reasons there, but uh, I can confirm (laughs) that that we are in talks with the Labour Party. No, Labour Labour just like, um, you know... uh, I don't know, I was dispatching all the party's paedophiles to do the TikTok shift. The successful applicant will provide content creators with official, will official party lines and briefings in the same way parliamentary candidates and MPs are. Uh, so inconsistently, and we might still sack you if you say exactly what we tell you to. Great. Labour hosted a number of content creators at its last party conference. Who are these people? I I know what a content creator is. Obviously, I mean, like, is it like fucking fa- liberal nerds, fashion sure. influencers? <laughs> like, because who? It's who... gonna be like when the Tories had a WhatsApp group of recruited and I believe paid influencers, and it was people like what was his name, Paul the centrist dad, who was like, oh, oh. The centrist dad, because I'm centrist and I am a dad. <laughs> that guy is so good. Like, I've forgotten his then name. He, like, now. produced homemade anti-Semitic propaganda about John Lansman, <laughs> like proper like. Yeah, Landsman like, was a puppet master. Literally, does the puppet master. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Free spirited P. Yeah. I, I've forgotten his actual name, his surname. I've just remembered it was Paul Everett Clay. Note the double-barreled name. But yeah, free spirited Paul. Free Paul spirited the, cent- the, the, the administrator of centristdad.com. I don't think we talked about the drone attack that killed the U.S. soldiers. <laughs> no, I didn't hear about <laughs> That's that. Some, uh, Wait, whose drone shit. was it? Was it a U.S. drone? Was it an Israeli drone? Um, well, funny story about that, actually. <laughs> They're saying it, it was, was your, Iran, your drone. <laughs> yeah, it was a supposedly Iran-linked drone. You know, it was, it, was Iraq, it was the Iraqi Islamic resistance group. The funny thing is, though, the reason the attack got through and killed three people, apparently wounded over 30 U.S. soldiers, because there was a U.S. drone returning from a mission at the same exact time, and so they just thought it was that, and then 
boom. <laughs> uh, bye bye bozos. And I mean, hopefully it's not going to escalate things too much, but there's definitely been, yeah, Joe Biden's already said we will respond at a time of our choosing and telling Iran to stop escalating things because that's our job. We got to escalate them, okay? You know bad shit's going to um, happen when he strings a coherent sentence together. <laughs> that's what he's going to do. Yeah. <laughs> up with all the really powerful shit. <laughs> that He's got a long day in the war room ahead. Yeah. <laughs> there was like this <laughs> fuck. <laughs> there was this picture I saw of just like all these Israeli soldiers like holding each other and crying, which I found like really, really funny. Um, it's like 24, 24 soldiers killed in 24 hours. This photo sums up how the Jewish nation feels right now. Oh, yeah. And, and, and what, Did you hear what actually happened? Yeah, didn't, that they, didn't they like accidentally kill their own people again? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> they, they were mining a civilian apartment building to do a nice war crime when their tank got blown up. I think it was by an Islamic Jihad rocket, but then the tank explosion blew up all the mines that they were setting, and yeah, (laughs) bye-bye. Look at that, I sent you the picture. (laughs) Look at these fucking pussies. Sorry, real men don't cry. (laughs) This is is clearly not a true macho fascist society. I I think it's just the image quality being slightly degraded because it's been shared around a lot or whatever, and it had all their tags added to it, but it looks like AI. There's an uncanny valley quantity to it. Yeah, um, like what? What like? They like in a group hug. They're like in a scrum. I guess they're they're all just like with each count other. everybody's fingers. Um, that's that's exactly, how we'll that's know exactly, to say that's literally <laughs> what I'm doing. But only two of them have properly visible hands, which is suspicious yeah. in itself. You know, it's easy to <laughs> easy to fix to fix or, or generate one with two hands, but not like sixteen hands or something. I lo- I, lo- I just love that picture. It's like this is how the Jewish nation feels right now. We're having a massive I love all that shit when, like, the IDF accidentally kill a bunch of Israelis and then all the pro-Israel online dipshits go online and are like, how could Hamas do this? These people are evil. (laughs) And it's like, and then they just, like, drop in. There's, like, a little uh, footnote. Um, It was our own people who did it. (laughs) (laughs) 24 soldiers in 24 hours. That's terrible. It's shocking. It's an incredible, disgraceful loss of life. It's like you kill that many in about 10 minutes every 10 minutes yeah, yeah. how many people you know? have died in the last 24 hours of, like Palestinians I, w- it's over we know there's assumptions at play here that people of different backgrounds their human lives of different values but that's really taken it to extremes mm, yeah, uh, I, yeah. What, what were we, we they know, doing we know there? they do but <laughs> that th- they're admitting it to the world like that is not gonna win them any sort of PL or I don't know, but I, I ultimately, sometimes I see their stuff and I get really angry, but other times, like, I look at uh, Zionist's online posts and I find it so funny, because they're, ju- they're, like, just completely unhinged, and for me it's, like, the best warning of, like, the pitfalls of patriotism and nationalism to look yeah. at these people, because they're all so totally convinced that they're engaged in this heroic moral crusade to save the world from evil. And they're just full to the brim with this kind of patriotic uh, verve, uh, like, while they mm. shoot a kid in the head. And they don't, they don't even see it. 
they don't they don't see the contradiction because they're so fucking hyped up on this idea of like our guys are the good guys and these guys are shit mm. it's just like you can't think like that like whatever country it is it's a recipe for fucking disaster and like you can't have a country where like I could be talking about Israel here, but I could also be talking about the UK's support yeah, for Israel. I mean, they were all slipping into fascism. You can't have a country where they're doing some shit like this and, like, every party supports it. And the TV news satire shows, as we've addressed before, they don't make shows satirising the government. They make shows satirising opponents of the government. You can't have that. That's mm. that's not a functioning <laughs> democracy. Yeah. But also that is, like, kind of true of the UK as well. Like, every major party in the UK supports yeah. what Israel are doing. And it's a you, fucking joke. You know, yeah. you're not turning on the TV and seeing vicious satire of Israel over here or of the UK political establishment's support for it. Although, there were some great little shots at Keir Starmer in the latest series of the Alan Partridge podcast. That did yes, cheer me I up. Yes, I saw those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't to do with Israel, but it was very good. <laughs> First, a, a suitable level of contempt for Keir Starmer. <laughs> it's always good to see comedians do that, but the problem is it's mostly the same comedians that would have been taking shots at someone like Keir Starmer if he was around in the 90s. Like, literally the same comedians. Yeah, 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 literally the same guys. Oh, my fucking God. Like, all right, so a friend of the show, Eve at Femme Socialist, uh, sent me this video earlier today, which, <laughs> like, viscerally fucking boiled my blood. Now, we're talking about satire, and we're talking about the UK political establishment. Well, who epitomises the UK political establishment more than our guy, our favourite, Sir Keir Starmer? And uh, what's more satirical than stealing the headline of an Owen Hathaway blog post to do a Keir Starmer-themed parody of David Bowie's Starman. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> Get ready for the fucking share screen, oh, fellas. Don't, no, fuck's sake, look. <laughs> you've already subjected us to, like, half an hour total of Israeli comedy. Um, <laughs> hey, at least I'm not playing uh, anti-Semitic Kanye songs this time. I, I thought you were going to be telling me that Keir Starmer was guest starring on that Israeli up, show. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> we've dug up some horrendous stuff on the wrestling streams, and that's like an industry where the most powerful man in his history has just had to resign because it came out he shat on someone's head. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've seen there was some shit going on with Vince McMahon uh, but I didn't know there was literally yeah. some shit going on with Vince McMahon oh my god really grim. <laughs> uh, but uh, like nothing I've ever watched in wrestling including one of my favourite wrestlers of all time doing a murder suicide <laughs> has scarred me quite like the sketches you have subjected me to yeah well yeah, to be fair of this to be fair you didn't actually have to watch the Benoit murder suicide did you there wasn't a, no, but I did <laughs> a live a thr- stream uh, of him I, I did watch house. a live three-hour tribute to him when they realised about two and a half hours into it he'd probably killed him. <laughs> that was pretty fucking outlandish. What, what a fucking sport, man. The, the greatest of sports. The greatest of all pastimes, I would say. <laughs> the, the only authentic working-class sport left. <laughs> all right so have you guys got this have yes I, yeah 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 yes, have i shared yeah. the screen i don't know oh, what the fuck. fuck it's one of these families who do content the marsh family <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah you've got look you've got you can't see this but jack has an anti-semitic symbol on his screen 
Wait, where? To, to the immediate right of the video. <laughs> oh my god, octopus energy! Oh my, these fuckers, you. literally, <laughs> they've got their tentacles Jack, everywhere. <laughs> Jack, honestly, get a fucking ad block on your browser, man. That looks... <laughs> no, no, it, I had to turn it off for YouTube. Didn't didn't they have the change? Oh, YouTube? maybe you can get so, around uh, that shit. I, I, I figured out how you can pretend you're yeah. from another country and only pay two quid a month yeah. to get rid of the adverts. So oh, okay. Nice one, nice one. I am uh, from. Another uh, I'm country. Ukrainian, by the way. From, I'm, I'm from Israel. Asks. We'd get on. I'm probably VPN got... <laughs> to Moldova. <laughs> <laughs> Our countries have very similar politics, Karine. We could we could bond. Mm. Yeah, so we've got the fucking Marsh family here. It's ironic because the Marsh family is obviously the name of Stan's family in South Park, and these guys remind <laughs> me got... of. The Mormon family from the Mormon episode of South Park. I, I would like to see Randy Marsh do one of his trademark tributes to Kia Starmer. But remember in the Mormon episode of South Park where every week they have like a board games night and they're always, yeah. they're so happy clappy and they like get together and after dinner they all get out instruments and they're like, we love having fun with our family, doodle do, family is the best. Anyway, that's what these guys remind me of. That's a charitable comparison, but let's watch this fucking video anyway let's get this up on please up on screen at least one of these kids will like I've got it. Hole in I'll, I'll, I'll keep it muted you don't you don't need to listen no i won't <laughs> <laughs> right so we've got the little girl with the violin they've got another younger woman with a um a horn laban now laban no no already they've lost me Looking good. Looking We've got a good. son on electronic drums, guitar bass. His face was low. He seemed bland on my radio. So they're, they're, so far they're critical. They should be. They should be doing this in a Starmer voice. The guy's voice is a bit silly, but it's not. He looks a bit like Tom Blenkinsop. That might just be unfair because I paused it mid-shot and he's singing. A lot of us. Pull silly faces. <laughs> Look a bit gormless. Not a lot of cred. Okay, that's the worst shit. That's uh, so far. Not a lot of cred. Not a lot of cred. Because the stuff about his base was low. Yeah, I guess that's true. His base was lower at Jack, one what point. What the fuck are your YouTube recommendations like of watching even one video like that? <laughs> <laughs> what a, the algorithm thinks you're like know, the It seems to be just be a load world. of them. Um, Seems to just be a load of child pornography for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, let's let's continue. Oh, okay, the drummer's singing. When I watched this on my phone, I had no idea. Who the fuck does this kind of thing is? Don Henley, drummer. You don't want a drummer singing, and that that woman, she. She must be like the least talented musically person in the family because she's just holding the mic for the drummer. <laughs> like that's demeaning. <laughs> Buy a mic stand. So she um, just votes you. Can they, that were vexing <laughs> they were vexing That that's bad. I don't like that they vex. I'm a Corbinite, and it's not. That's an attack on me. Okay. <laughs> He'd like to honor pledges, but he'd like to change. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> he'd like to honor pledges. So, so far, they're still making him sound like a gun. <laughs> 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 What's that, Grant? They're still making him sound like a gun. 
He'd yeah, like yeah, to exactly. leave his pledges, but he might just change his mind. This is what I'm saying. So far, it's all like the soft criticisms yeah. of Starmer. Like, oh, he sits on the fence. He's a bit wishy-washy. He's boring, etc., etc. Whereas we <laughs> we know that he is an evil man, a murderer, and an ideological <laughs> edophile. Um, <laughs> which is different to being a literal one. Women for Wes made that distinction earlier. Yeah. So, uh, so let's... <laughs> and it's a benefit of a doubt distinction, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, okay. The only time <laughs> give him the benefit of a doubt. Anyway, car- let's carry on. Well, uh, I don't know who's singing lead. I think the guitarist is singing lead at yeah. the moment. Oh, with the trumpet playing. Oh, what 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 have these guys got against the SMP? They sound pretty English to me. Like, not it's not your business. Uh, and that get does, all the Lib Dems that MPs. Does not stop most English people. I, I, yeah. I've seen people who have literally never. I remember seen that Scotland being a thing back when I lived there. Anyway, I yeah. Don't get all the Lib Dems MPs. It would be tragic if Tim Farron lost his seat to a fucking Labour cunt. <laughs> Let's keep going. <laughs> All right, so the violin, because this guy is obviously not a good guitarist, apparently, so the, instead of him playing the solo, the, the trumpet player and violinist are doing it. Okay, so where are they coming from with that? He, are you he sure says, this isn't an anti-Starmer song? No, no, I think it is partly, but you'll have to get to the end and then they caveat their criticisms of him. So where are they coming from with that? They say, so he's, he's talking about his fiscal rules. So like, yeah, he's a tight ass. He supports austerity. But yeah, yeah, true. And then, hey, that's far out. Just don't tax the private schools. That must be a joke. Right? They're not really saying that's they're At like the same speaking... time there's a certain amount of private school energy from like they all play in a band together um, oh, hugely <laughs> that's why i don't know four, if it's a joke five kids by the look of it and buy more musical instruments and there's a piano in the corner like i don't think it's a joke now the more i look at this fucking image well, you know, a lot of people who are living in impecunious circumstances have a strong musical tradition in their family. Like these guys are sort of like, they're like the the but progenitors of the Delta Blues. And record songs about Keir Starmer. Uh, yeah. like, I... <laughs> you know, these are like uh, Cajun families who live in a shack and hunt gators, and then they come back and they play their instruments at the end of a long day gator gutting. They're they're <laughs> exactly like that. Dad made, t- yes, Dad's toolmaker. So, yeah, take them. I think they're taking the piss out of him. Yeah. And she's, she's ripping on him as well. Yeah, reference to that guy throwing. Okay, she's made, she, yeah, she made some pointed criticism. He has He's not. He's still not better than the others. He is the worst cunt ever to live. This is not a pro Starmer song. This is just him saying, Christ, the the Tories are worse. I know, but if you have a problem with the others, so like the standard pricks in the British political establishment, why would you have a remotely more positive opinion of Starmer who epitomises everything wrong with the rest of the fuckers? Red tie. Red tie, that, nice blue tie, yeah. 
Well, it's the same thing you get here, isn't it? Every, every time you criticize Biden, everyone just goes, but but Trump. Yeah. You know? But Trump. And, like the other banter. guys, the other guys are so scary. So that yeah. you, you got to support our guy. Uh, even genocide, if he's yeah. fucking identical. Yeah. Genocide. Genocide. How do you say it? looks french and um, genocide I mean, joe <laughs> <laughs> anyway Keir Stark, no so you said genocide joe four more years more years four more four years, more years. Four yeah. i mean first off he's not got uh, uh, four more years like, we've all seen <laughs> no. him recently just a year and a half more swift hand over to camilla yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right Kia Starmer's skating on thin ice. Okay, so yeah, all right, they're being critical of him. Fine. He knows he doesn't know that there's no budget. He says that because he's a lying yeah. cunt who supports yeah. discredited kind of, austerity economics. They're kind of seeing exactly. some of what he's doing wrong, but also falling for some of it. You know, yeah, as well. And there won't be for a while lies, lies, and smears. And so he used to exactly. Hopes that Sunak loses. No one's voting for Starmer out of a fucking sense of well, fury. No, technically they're voting the Tories out because they're angry at the Tories and therefore they're not taking a close look at what they're actually voting for instead. Well, yeah, they're voting for yeah, Starmer yeah. as a, just a fucking yeah. sigh of concession, rolling over. Well, might as well, yeah. It's like turning over and letting themselves be fucked. That's that's what voting for Starmer is. It's not. That's the opposite of fury. That's submission. Oh, anyway. Yeah, he sure would. He's about update on why. Alright, so this song is make he makes her about battle. This song is overwhelmingly critical of him. Okay, yeah. The far left. The far left. G B news abuse him barely. You see, this is a horseshoe theory, two sides. Yeah, it's horseshit. They probably passed the piece of paper around the family and all of them wrote bits based yeah. on their own some of views. Some broadly okay and some of them are tosses. Like, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> probably the just the dad, like, like, probably all the kids are sounding as fuck and the dad's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I read in the New Statesman this week that actually... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well... GB News abusive, yeah, barely. John Cleese is like, I... Issue of Sir Kirstarmer is that he is not quite clarified that he knows uh, what a woman is. It seems a fairly basic thing to me for a prime minister. Mm. Uh, so why reveal some policies for her? Now, look, there is an unfortunate tendency on the left to make fun of people for being a bit cringe and sincere and i don't want to do that with this because that is the main thing that's wrong with this that it's it's cringy and, and you know whatever else you might want to call it <laughs> the woman at the back singing without playing an instrument it's kind of like ellie mayo hagen actually <laughs> this is not who the fuck the secret weapon for storytelling go away man. beautifully designed Storyteller tax. Turn me on, bald man. <laughs> uh, have I stopped sharing screen there? Yes, yeah. But I think what that's 
getting at that it is quite incoherent but I think its general point is like well we can sort of see why Stam was saying on the fence but that could backfire in the long run but yeah it could backfire in the short run and also it's a cunt thing to do yeah so you're coming out in favour of this grind no you enjoyed it You've your single of the week. Did not enjoy it, and I think the dad should be on a register. I will when, say it was when, marginally when they, less painful when than they I was expecting. Their Patreon on the end. I don't want to know how much money they make <laughs> because if it's even one penny more than we do, I will be. There. It's probably more than that. <laughs> I would imagine so, but yeah. We live in the worst timeline, so... But the little... You know, when it puts up towards the end of a YouTube video, it puts up links to other related videos. Yeah. Uh, in the last few seconds. The one that came up there, it was like, Marsh Family Year 3 Fail Compilation. And it was just a picture of two kids smiling. So it, it, it <laughs> fail compilations of their own A third year of fails, yeah. <laughs> Ugh, don't I, I, spit on like, me! Even if there was no political element to what they were doing there at all, and it was just a slightly cringe video or whatever that they, they make songs together, like, I would hate to be in one of these families where the parents just put their whole lives and their kids' lives online. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so fucked up. It's like an engine for bullying. Even if they don't get any now, they will. Well, some of them will do it at some point in their lives. I'm lo- I'm looking at some of their content. For if... what gain, you know? So yeah, <laughs> monetary dad, gain. They've got a Patreon. They've got a PayPal from the side or something. Like, yeah. To what gain? Yeah, Patreon for ongoing supporters. Let's have a look. <laughs> if oh, you don't, let's know. Look. No, they've not got that many. Don't worry, they've not got. It's this, more than us, but they've not like got that. They're not doing the that well. Maker, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is just going to be the version of it for me that just sends me fucking. <laughs> no, nah, don't worry. They're only doing moderately well. They've got other how well's moderately well? Like three hundred and something. And I don't know how. Oh, that's, yeah, I'm not sure how many of those people are paying. I've already forgotten. But they've got songs. Oh, three hundred people. Yeah. And what's the bottom tier on the subscription? Dude, like, this is, like, normie shit for people who are interested in songs called Does Liz Trust Not Feel Ashamed and uh, Suella Braverman Sacked. <laughs> this stuff is very it's popular. Like, it's like it's like <laughs> Brady Bunch Super Tansk. <laughs> Fucking... pe- pe- people like this shit, man. Like, people, what is the market? People su- so weird. subscribe yeah. to Ian Dunt and stuff. If you have the most toast politics, then unfortunately... There are a load of people who like they like to feel that they're part of, oh yeah, we're all reasonable people and we all see the crazy shit that's going on. And they Genuinely want people... They hate that life is a constant reminder that if I had shit politics, I would be like exponentially wealthier than I am. Yeah, well, I did say earlier, like, if you want to get ahead, mate, fucking support Israel. Like, that's at the end of the day, if you want to if you how how to uh, make friends and influence people. Number one, support Israel. Number two, support Israel more. (laughs) I'm not even I'm, I'm partially kidding, because if you want to make friends with people with a moral conscience, obviously don't support Israel. But if you want to make friends in politics, that's definitely a way to get ahead. However, these guys... Uh, I honestly think there's more dignity in just being one of those bots that replies to the single most inappropriate tweets you can think of with my pussy in bio. <laughs> but the Marsh family are not doing songs about Israel and Palestine. You know, they're just doing like a Suella Braverman, Nasty Woman to the tune of I Got a Feeling by the Beatles or something. <laughs> the, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, Darsh yeah. family to, you know. 
Fucking up a bit. Standarsh. Oh, Match of the day. Marsh Family on Gary Lineker, BBC Saga. Oh, fuck off, man. Oh. Petty two-bit hack. Satire. I'm on website now. About the UK lockdown files controversy. Family... Metro headline, Family tears Suella Braverman to shreds with their own version of the Wellerman song. Family torn apart by father's insistence on press-ganging children into doing terrible political songs. Their songs have featured in political and satirical podcasts such as Americast on the BBC, <laughs> The Troll with Marina Perkis and Gemma <laughs> Fortin, and The Skewer with John Holmes. They have also featured on Alex Jones's Infowars... <laughs> And aggravated a number of GB News presenters. Okay, so the context of that explains that someone on Infowars has had a grumble about it. It's just like, this is the New World Order. This is child sex trafficking. Imagine they they were ranting and raving about turning the fish and frogs gay (laughs) or whatever it is this week, you know, adrenochrome or whatever. And then, like, and here's a song about Gary Lineker from our British correspondents. Well, these these guys are certainly very prolific they've got a lot of songs <laughs> i've just managed to get 10 together for my new album that's taken me about four years but these guys they just pump them out every week in their fucking kitchen or whatever their work ethic their approach to music it it almost reminds me of fff's favorite rapper viper oh. currently uh, under arrest for uh, holding a woman hostage for like five years but viper uh, there was there was one you say you're Jack, you're saying they've not addressed the israel palestine conflict oh they have you're wrong you're <laughs> wrong i'm on their website now if that day comes round. 1st of December 2023, addresses a devastating upsurge in violence and conflict in Israel and Palestine All right, since yeah, 7th of October. Watch and its impact on innocent families... No, let's not watch it. And its <laughs> nah, impact I'm on innocent on families you. and communities, including those far from the traumatised people in the Middle East. I've got to uh, verify my fucking age to watch this. I cannot it be calls for peace and love. Yeah, exactly. Good because they're targeting children. It's not right. <laughs> it calls for peace and light. And in the lead up to the festive season, stresses hope for a miracle in the dark to brief relief to those suffering. Worked up with thoughtful lyrical input from their global fan base and culminating with a translation of Miracle into both Arabic and Hebrew. Please, the song can expresses we watch a yearning oh, for grief and empathy to be a foundation <laughs> for an ending conflict. Please, Released can as a one Christmas of you put single, this on? Please, with an I'm uplifting B-side titled Raise a Smile that titles How Difficult It Can Be to Find Solace. The Marsh... I'm, look, I, my algorithm will be gone forever if I yeah, watch yeah. a second of this. Open a private window. Can you the do Mar- it? Yeah, but I, yeah, I could do that, actually, yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> in fact, can they... Because this is all linked on Spotify on here. Can one of you link the video in... If the day can't... Hang on, got it, got it. Uh, the, test, the reviews of it are amazing. Anyway, the rapper from, Viper from, put uh, out uh, 347 uh, albums in one year, if you're wondering so, what I was going to get at with the Viper wow. thing. <laughs> And, some, and again, he's now c- under arrest for uh, imprisoning a woman for a period of several years. Some anonymous guy in, in Tel Aviv has given the following review. A very moving song. I've just heard another air raid siren in Israel, followed by the all clear. <laughs> followed opened, by the yeah, it's fine. Don't worry, it's fine. And I've opened the computer once again to hear your lovely song. Thank you. So it's obviously a very old person if they're saying open the computer because they haven't actually like gone into it with screwdrivers and that to see where the music's coming from. Oh, my God. Uh, so, I so need to hear that. that. That's what I needed to know, that people in Israel are down with this. 
<laughs> That's <laughs> what I need, the stamp of approval I needed. They've got a bright future ahead of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Not saying anything about the music industry and uh, who controls it or anything. I'm not implying that. Just professionally in general, these kids will go far. They get like loads of reviews for loads of their songs, but like they're all hundred percent all from like magazines and publications and sites that I'm not convinced are real. <laughs> like one of them just credits a review to like Honk Magazine. <laughs> The magazine for ducks. <laughs> the, the horny, the, the, the in-house publication of the horny police. <laughs> All right, have you? Have you right, got okay, this yeah, video I, hang on. I'm, I'm just gonna bring up the uh... share screen. Right. Oh fuck! Right. How am I gonna do this? I fucking hell! I can't get this. Up. I'm ruining my fucking algorithm for you. Do you it. Cunt. Yeah, do it. you just, just got to watch a bunch more wrestling after this. Spend all night watching <laughs> Vince McMahon monologues. There's no actual video to this, so I was seeing if you oh. do it with just the audio. Got it. I, I wish it was like a video of like real war crimes and atrocities just set to their stupid little song. <laughs> I'm expecting like some proper fucking band-aids. Like, do they know it's Christmas vibes on this one? Yeah. Didn't they literally so, release it around Christmas? You said yes. Yeah. yeah, it was their Christmas single. Can you see Amazing. the screen? Yep. Okay, so it should be share computer sound on. So they've got some fucking poppies there. They got some candles. Yeah. Oh, there is a video. Yes. <laughs> you, you hear you hearing this as well, by the way. I heard that piano. <laughs> um, no, they have got videos. Of oh. Pictures of the war in a shot skies where the smoke <laughs> plumes rise. We make monsters, we make tears. Crimes no parent could forgive, lives no child <laughs> should ever live. Broken families, wasted years. After like genuinely suffering Palestinians, I would pray so hard to whatever God, because America is brightest in the dark. This isn't the both sides thing, that's specifically a Palestine issue, though, life expectancy. Church, where prayers seem lost. But if that day comes round, when the fence comes down, then this moment will have grief could be the sign. Are they saying that they should take down the, uh, the, uh, the blockade around Gaza? It's a repeated to whatever God bit is yeah. fucking setting me <laughs> off. It's, it's, it's the same sort of, it's like a sort of more half-assed, contemptuous tone version of like the 
the Jack Chick tracks that are like, Moon God! <laughs> Personally, <laughs> I think these guys are fucking anti-Semitic for not putting yeah. G slash D. Yeah, it's, exactly. it's like, what do these fucking nutters believe in? Whoever they believe in, anyway, yeah, pray to them. The dad's like, singing style is revolting. It's so melodramatic fucking... and operatic. Yeah. I the, the... the miracle mm. Yeah. So dad needs fucking locked up. Yeah, the whole thing is clearly Michael just Bolton. his. <coughs> oh, it's fucking yeah, terrible. Shocking. Oh my god! Oh my god, dude! Grant, can you just let it play a second so it's not paused on that thing? Yes. I mean, I mean, sorry, not. I didn't mean. I'm not calling the girl a thing. I mean, that specific image. Fucking hell! That is revolting. Since two people's pain it's trying so hard to avoid taking any positions at all beyond just. Ooh, sad. This has like, fucked me off putting in bad the. Bad things bad. Putting in the fucking footage of that bloodied Palestinian girl. Mm. It's like. It's yeah. fucking disgusting. All these, put, these pictures are just mm. like fucking Israeli fascists crying over fucking nothing. They mm. seem to be trying to get a kind of equal ratio of like October mm. the 7th stuff. And, Which uh, is itself gross yeah. because of the relative death tolls. Yeah, <laughs> that, even yeah. if you ignore everything before day. October seventh, like <laughs> that's still gross. Yeah, it's this should. I mean, yeah. at the very least, it should be fucking a thirty to one ratio in terms of a dividing <laughs> footage. Um, it's one of those. It's one yeah. of those things that just sort of treats like hate and division as like a magical energy that swells <laughs> up in hot spots somewhere. Yeah, and, like, yeah. Now the, these cunts caught the poppies on the this. singers' chests as well. The, like, these cunts want to show me a blood, a bloodied fucking Palestinian little girl, and then tell me to feel sorry for the fucking people who are doing that as well. Fuck. <laughs> only yeah. both sides could sit down over Christmas dinner. Yeah. Nah. Fuck them, man. Let, anyway, let's watch the rest. Anyway, we, we've got a minute left to go. We're near the we're end. We're near fucking... the fucking end. There's Palestinian. Okay, now they're cutting to footage of people being nice and happy. There's, look, that's an Israeli woman shaking Bad hands with a mask. running out of supplies. Oh, how did that happen then? Yeah. That, again, like, uh, the supplies have just vanished at such an inconvenient time. That's that's terrible. <laughs> Funny they had that clip oh. of the Hamas guy high-fiving the <laughs> hostage. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that, that's a classic. Love it. Yeah. Fuck. You're such a fucking whole mass. Someone should ask them if they condemn Hamas, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Um, Hashtag together for humanity. These people should be on trial at the fucking Hague. These people <laughs> absolutely should be. This on is, tr- like, and on U-Treat. Like, this is a poor... This, this is... Right. I'm going right now to fucking erase that from my history. <laughs> <laughs> you should like and subscribe. Yeah.
Well, that that is good, wasn't it? A little bit of music. Music is the little bit of culture. The food of the soul. Biological clock. Summer twenty twenty two is the UK's first ever pop song about the menopause. It relates I to bet families' it's not. exposure in recent months <laughs> to this rite of female passage, tackling a stigmatized topic in a funny and frank way. That's like Taylor Swift fan shit. It's like, oh yeah, of course I'm the only person who's ever written about the menopause. It's like, oh yeah, Taylor Swift is the only person who's ever written about, you know, like. Uh, dating as a young woman or something it's like nah man i'm pretty sure that there are other like middle-aged women making music who may have dealt with this issue at some point reviewers said a funky menopause anthem source mariella foster up all right just taking a quick look at the rest of these titles and then i think we should we'll have to wait for sue gray's inquiry spring 2022 that was satirical musical take yeah we had to wait so that parody and music hall we have to wait so that she can finally get that plum job in starmus labor party once she's finished that other useless shit she can do some real work Mac the Knife, Prostate Cancer, Facts of Life, was the Marsh family's official single for the charity Prostate Cancer UK in Christmas 2021, who began working with them on the project after learning of the family's own videos celebrating their granddad's successful prostatectomy, shared in 2019. I bet the dad's here. This is just sensational, <laughs> says Ben Shepherd on Good Morning Britain. I bet the dad's hero is Eric Idol. Because I was watching that behind-the-scenes Monty Python 2014 reunion documentary as research for Michael and us, and Eric Idle's in it. Like, yeah, it's sort of like you have the sketches just sort of in between the songs, which is really how I like it. And I was like, that's not how anyone else likes it, Eric. That's not what anyone else likes about Monty Python. Like, oh, they're a musical act. Like, no, they're not. They're, they're a comedy act that have some songs and you've fucking flipped that and made it completely the reverse these guys have not done a single song about men's mental health i'm cancelling them no sexist fucking yeah, fucking and anti-semitic so, i, I well. should clarify they've not done any songs about mental health full stop have they not they, they, that seems they, like the kind of thing they would do well they've not done any that they specifically advertise on their website the cancer of mental health as, as, a, as our next uh, the next u.s president crap. nikki haley called it we need we need to address the cancer of mental health. We need to make sure everyone's is bad by making yeah. sure nobody has mental health. Everyone's mental health is poor to non-existent. <laughs> yeah. We're 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 Get, getting there. Getting there. Yeah. <laughs> when somebody hugs you, when she loved me, oh. adapted by the Marsh family. God, I clicked on a different page on the website and it started auto-playing what is obviously a Sting cover. The adaptation of Message in a Bottle on climate change. That's sure to be good. That's not even original because, like, Puffy already fucking just basically took the instrumental of every breath you take and rapped over it. So it's, no, it's nothing new to just set new lyrics to a Sting tune, is it? Very unoriginal. Also, I, I don't think these guys should be consciously emulating P. Diddy like that at present. With his, yeah. I, I think that they should not have cited him repeatedly as their greatest influence in all those interviews and press releases <laughs> at the present moment with all the allegations. Have the new jab, Hallelujah, adapted by the Marsh family. Do you need to go, yeah? yeah. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I. My, my kiddo was just giggling. Oh, yeah. she's she's. Well, it's I'm really uh, funny. Something enjoy, hilarious. Enjoy the show. Yeah, yeah. It's because yeah. our banter yeah. is is so electric. No, I'm just. I'm, it's fire. We've finally got a new listener. <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm just conscious that you know your your time. Obviously, yeah. you've had to 
you have actual responsibility. I should probably get going in the next, like, 20 minutes or so. Oh, okay. uh, I'm good for now. All right, well, let's just make fun of these cunt song titles a little bit more. We don't have to listen to any more of them. (laughs) Uh, But I've got merch. I don't get it. How is there an audience? Like, I'm not hugely knowledgeable on music, but how do people listen to this crap i think it's, like, it's so cheesy it's like the british so, equivalent of how people watch saturday night live sketches to just agree with yeah. them not because they're funny yeah it's like ah oh, i recognize oh. famous guest and they're saying trump orange i they're think doing it, the song about the uh, thing that's been yeah. dominating the news for the last two weeks i get the Where reference goes because I, yeah. i've been conscious during that two-week period <laughs> I I, yeah, I, I yeah. went for it. A... When you're trying to get people to clap for you rather than laugh, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I went for a period of trying to write some like topical comedy songs, and it, it it's difficult. It was around when I was making the play, and yeah, mm-hmm. still, I think they're a bit kind of Eric Idle, you know, a bit jaunty like that. Mm. I just formed a new centrist party song I wrote. Like, I don't listen to jaunty fucking musical shit like that. Like, there's just something about comedy songs that brings out like the worst mm. fucking musical instincts in people <laughs> i think the trick is to, probably is to sort there. of tap into the vague vibe without getting super specific like the fucking super patriotic song from decker yeah. in hawaii i was gonna say uh, at the time like that. at yeah. the time i was very influenced by tim heidecker and his yeah his yeah. album he- too dumb for suicide tim heidecker's trump songs <laughs> <laughs> The climate is a change in Marsh family adaptation of anyone want to guess? No, no idea at all. No. We need more context. Clearly. Here's a clue. <laughs> he talks a little like this. He made a oh, classic hit Oasis. song called <laughs> it's Liam Gallagher. <laughs> he made a classic hit song called I made a classic hit song called Neighborhood Bully. <laughs> um. I was hoping their song Two Bit Hack would be um, a song about Lee Harpin. <laughs> oh no, sorry, that'll be this one called uh, The Dauphin of Phone Hacking. They just don't know what. They what's... have their own fucking Wikipedia page. Yeah, well, they're, they're sort of like part of that like lad baby kind of scene, aren't they? For, oh. for people who don't like music <laughs> and, and or politics. Or joy. Or joy, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> people who want to torture their families. <laughs> <laughs> raising women a, a cold for fuck's sake god this is so bleak of course they're for both fucking Cambridge grads oh naturally of course they are have the new jab which parodies Leonard Cohen's hallelujah contains <laughs> pointy humour in its lyrics I can't believe maybe there's a plan above to implant things into our blood but why on earth would Bill Gates want to rule ya can't believe they would massacre my my boys. It's not work a trick like to that. get you spayed. It's not some change to our DNA. It's a COVID fighted weapon. Have the new jab. Honestly, every subsequent cover of Hallelujah since roughly Jeff Buckley tackled mm. it just makes you think. Yeah, fuck that Leonard Cohen one wasn't so badly produced after all. I'd much rather listen to that than any subsequent mm. attempt to you know do the piano ballad arrangement slipping through their fingers slash father and son abba slash cat stevens medley well of course i support any kind of endorsement of brother yusuf but i i <laughs> abba 
Who have they ever called for a fatwa against when they're at, at home? Goodbye, Pandemic Rose. Can fuck off! Fuck be? off! Don't do that to my boy. The, these people must. These people must have wept real tears when the lockdowns ended. Like yeah. when all the restrictions went. Oh my COVID! Nothing to fucking sing about anymore. A million <laughs> dreams adapted by the Marsh family. I imagine that's their adaptation of One in a Million by Guns and Roses. They just don't know what to do with their wealth. Who's that about? Rich people. It doesn't say who it's about. I'm not clicking any more of their fucking videos. (laughs) Yeah, no, that last one was literally... Well, actually, no, it really was horrible seeing some of the actual atrocities footage. Yes, yeah, totally. It was totally obscene, really. You know, if they were doing that and taking a sort of ceasefire now sort of stance, okay, I'll let them away with it. But they weren't. They were just like... Peace and love on both sides. Prostectomy song (laughs) by the Marsh family. The last thing I wanted to address was there was a really funny tweet by our friend Lee Kern yesterday, which I wanted to get get your thoughts on, Yaya. I did. Oh shit, I was trying to remember earlier who'd done like the Japanese RPG villain tweet, and that's what it was, isn't it? I think we're probably thinking of the same tweet here. He he did one that was like nuclear deranged even for him. Yeah, now, uh, I mean, a lot of people like Kern and David Baddiel, they've complained about Jewish roles in Hollywood going to non Jewish actors, you know. So we're going to write that wrong. Yaya. Would you care to get up our messenger conversation history, look at the image tab, and perform a dramatic reading of this tweet by Lee Kern? The Jewish people are mighty. We will never outcompete our willpower when it comes to our survival. There is no war of attrition you will win. We are living survivors from the ancient stage of history. Our relationship with time is different to yours. We patiently allow the cogs of time to grind towards the truth. Our enemies have already lost. (laughs) Not a lot of people know this, but the character of the Doctor in Doctor Who is based on an ancient anti-Semitic stereotype. And think about it, what's one of the most common professions for middle-class young Jewish men and women to go into? Time traveller. Yes, time traveller, and also uh, becoming a doctor. (laughs) Is that not what every every? Yeah, I, I figured that was. <laughs> yeah. Is that not what every? I mean, my, my dad is literally a Jewish doctor. Jewish yeah. mother wants uh. for their son or daughter. Yeah, great tweet though, isn't it? Our relationship with time is different to yours. <laughs> like, what the fuck is he talking about? We patiently allow the cogs of time to grind towards the truth. And what do you think he means, Yaya? I mean, I I don't really know much about his politics. I'm assuming this is some yeah oh, very pro Zionist yeah, yes, stuff. Is, uh, yeah, you are right. Yeah, this is one of the biggest headbangers in the world. He's the guy who was like one of eight or nine writers on Borat. 2. The ninth credited writer on Borat Two, and thus an Oscar-nominated <laughs> screenwriter. Well, respect. Yeah, I guess it's just to do with saying uh, this is all a blood libel against the Jews and that Israel is a small bean. They're just doing a little little retaliatory genocide. It's fine. Yeah, it's like it seems like... And everyone will see this. It may seem to you like we've been murdering your people for more than a hundred days now, but to us it's just the blink of an eye. <laughs> do, you think, do you think that's what he's saying? 
Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It, well, I mean, I replied to your message, yeah, like coping just and coping seething. and seething, because yeah. like I, that's what it seems like to me. Like, because the war is going really badly from a military perspective for Israel. Yeah. Obviously, they're killing tons of civilians, their own people. but they're not <laughs> yeah. accomplishing anything tactically. Really. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. So I think this is just him being like, "Don't worry, we'll come out on top." It may not look good for us right now, but it's going to be all good. One day, everyone's going to love genocide, and it's going to be awesome. That, that makes sense to me. Like, history is on our side. Well, I mean, yeah. Everyone believes that they're the good guy, right? Yeah, yeah. Apart from, like, genuine psychopaths. But... Our relationship with tunnels is different to yours. We patiently allow <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> the digging to take place. <laughs> <laughs> okay uh should we wrap it up at this point yeah yes. i think that's good <laughs> cool, cool cool all right it's been good gentlemen peace yeah yeah good to judge you both speak peace soon. and love awesome, later on guys I'm a feather that got swept